The views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable. What is up, Deliberately Linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in. Because on today's show, Mark and I gather here today to talk about the endurance that you need as a leader in your home and in your business. Yeah. Uh, it's fun, too, because, hey, we're back in the studio, so we're great. comfortable. Not that we don't love traveling and meeting new people, but it's right. fun to be back in the studio. And we did. We had a great conversation last week with a very good leader um, who exhibits a lot of the things we'll talk about today. But I know we brought up leadership, um, actually, because of our viewers and listeners. Um, it's a topic that uh, you guys really, really liked. It's yeah. things you guys want to hear more about. And let's just be honest, in, in the landscape of the environment we're in now, uh, leadership could not be more important. Yeah, no, for sure. And we, we see leadership uh, excel in multiple areas of our lives, and we see leadership where, where it fails in multiple areas, areas of our life. Yeah. And that's why Mark and I find this such an important topic, such an important series to keep coming back to, because like Mark said, guys, we're, we're completely honest with you. The feedback was overwhelmingly positive on the last leadership series that we did. Yeah. Um, and again, we thank each and every one of you for, for watching that and or listening to it and the feedback that you gave us. The views spiked on that series. So we said, hey, let's come back to it. Obviously, you guys are liking it. Um, and we hope this one's just as good, if not better. And before we get started, I just want to dispel um, really a rumor. And, <laughs> you know, when, when the more you look into leadership, anybody who's listening, if, if you dive into leadership, I mean, People, and I, I mean this from diving into communicating with people, people always make the assumption that people are just born with the ability to lead. Yeah. Okay. I completely disagree with that. Okay. Interesting. I completely disagree with that. Um, years of working in the fire service, um, you know, and years of coaching, I always went in with a mindset that everyone is a leader, maybe in different areas, but everybody is a leader. But the only way to get to that point is it's something you have to commit to. It's something you have to train to you be. Do. Some people have characteristics that allow them to progress faster, mm -hmm. and some people have to work harder at it, um, and that's okay. But leaders are not born. Leaders are made. And Vince Lombardi said it the best, and this is something I've given my kids, and I've given hundreds of kids through the years. Leaders are made. They are not born. They are made by hard effort, which is the price all of us pay to achieve any goal that is worthwhile. Mm, great quote. So what you see right there is is exactly what we're going to talk about today. To become a leader, you're going to there's going to have to be a, a recipe of a few things: a lot of effort, mm -hmm. and some sacrifice, For sure. and total commitment. So it's it comes back to all those things we talk about all the time: passionate, controlling your control, doing all those things allows you to be a productive leader. But I'm here to tell everybody out there listening: if you find yourself saying, "Well, I'm not much of a leader," I'm here to tell you. There's a leader inside of you, mm -hmm. okay? You've got to commit to making that leader come to the surface. Yeah, and Mark, I, you know, I think a lot of people would probably disagree with how you opened that up as far as um, I think a lot of people think that there are leaders and, mm -hmm. and then there aren't leaders. And, you know, I guess I would say I could fall into that category. Um, but I think where the, the most important piece to understand in that is a lot of people, when they think of a leader, they yeah. think of 
someone at the top of the mountain. They think of someone with the loudest voice. They think of maybe the smartest individual. Uh, they think of someone that loves giving orders. Yeah. And I would completely agree with you when, when we talk about leadership, we are talking about individuals that, that carry and walk around on a day-to-day basis with all different kinds of qualities and traits. Absolutely. And so when a company or a household or a team or a business is getting started, if you have one type of leadership of do this, do that, if you have one type of leadership of, hey, go put your clothes away and not explain why we do these types of chores in the house, that is where I think society falls short if they don't, especially as companies, businesses don't make themselves, we'll call it well-rounded in different types of leadership. Absolutely. And no. I just think it's such an important note that so many people just think, uh, I'm not, I'm not a leader because I'm not loud or I'm not a leader because, uh, I, I'm not confident. Maybe I know a lot of good leaders that aren't confident. Absolutely. I think it's an important trait as a leader to be confident, but I think you have some leadership qualities and things to offer. If you are, that's, that's what I say. We all have it in us. It's just not all going to look the same. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because one of the articles I was reading from 2018, it said the number one thing that all of the greatest leaders had in common is that they lead very little. Okay. Okay. And what that means to people is, is they, they're not the ones that have to stand up and dictate. Right. What they do is, Correct. is they take that leadership and then they build leadership among ranks mm. and they let other leaders lead right? They stay in that wheelhouse and they inspire other people and they help train other people. And they, cause they realize I'm only as strong as my weakest link, Correct. right? So everybody across the board, I need to figure out a way to get everybody leading themselves. Yes. Okay. And it's so important. So I saw this thing and I like I like how you said that Mark, because we were talking about the different branches of leaders. And I saw this thing posted, I think it was out on social media and it, and it talked about different characteristics of different leaders. So you have the teacher, they bring the knowledge to those who need it so they can live more powerful lives. You have the entrepreneur that's a type of leader. I look for the edge or, comfort, or of my comfort zones and they jump off yeah. of it. You look at the coach. I fill my own cup up so I can pour into others. And then you look at the creator. They birth magic into the world through the projects that they are passionate about. And like those are descriptives, but all different types of leaderships, knowing, uh, knowing the self, knowing who you are as that individual. Absolutely. Well, that, that goes back to knowing your pur- purpose. What are you passionate mm-hmm. about? Because if you don't know that, it's going to be very tough to lead. For sure. You know, it's, it's, it's when you know yourself the best, it's when you dive into who you are and you find that area, then you're like, okay, well, this is something that I'm super passionate about and I know the direction I'm going. Well, so now if you know that, now you can lead getting there. Yeah. And it's super, super important. I mean, I think from a standpoint, you know, a lot of us, we always look at the subordinate, we always look at boss, uh, CEO titles, all these titles across the board, and we get wrapped up in that. And we think if we don't have something like that attached to our name, we're not leading. Yeah. And that's just not true because there's so many different ways to lead. And I think first and foremost, the best way everybody can lead is just simply by your example. Mm. I like that. I mean, I, I think for all of us as leaders, whether you want to be, I, and Josh knows, I'm not a face guy. I don't, you know, I traveled around and did uh, public speaking for years on a very uh, specific topic, but I, I didn't like it. It wasn't, it wasn't for me, mm-hmm. but at the time it was what I was called to do and is what yeah. I was supposed to do. So what I wanted people to see for me was not so much what I was saying, but what I was willing to sacrifice at that moment because it was information that had to be out. It was that sacrificial example that I was showing people, hey, sometimes even though this isn't what we want, 
sometimes we got to lead. No doubt. And this is what we got to do. Yeah. And guys, leadership is obviously such a broad topic. That's why yeah. Mark and I have chose to create this series over how many weeks, months. We, 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 don't, we can go on forever about this. Yeah. And I think today's purpose in the show for the next 40 minutes is going to talk about the difficulties and adversities leadership faces on a daily basis. Because to become a great leader, we've said it before in the show, you got to go through the hard times. And I think when, when facing adversity, number, the number one thing that I kept coming back to for this segment of this show, when, when facing adversity, it takes a lot of patience. So yeah. how do you overcome such adversity in life, in business, and, and I believe through patience, guys? And Mark and I are both going to bring a different angle, a different perspective on this show. Um, but I think truly I believe that the number one problem in entrepreneurs – business owners, individuals, maybe that they're not happy in their career um, is because they are too busy staring at the top of the summit and you don't see the mountain right in front of you. Well, yeah, they, they're, they're worried about quick results. Exactly. And, and usually, we've talked about this, usually quick results are not sustainable. Correct. Um, and which it, kills patience. And honestly, I love the word you used earlier was endurance. It really punches your endurance in the back when you're not mentally prepared for the setbacks. For sure. Yeah. And as leaders, um, you know, there's all these qualities leaders, and you can, guys can look these up. You know, a lot of leaders have uh, certain qualities. And one of the, the, the two of the things I thought was great, it came from this one article, was is number one, they don't let their emotions take mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. And number two, they prepare for failure. Right. So if you do those two things, it allows you to be patient. Adapting It'll, and overcoming. Yeah. It allows you to be built for the endurance because mm -hmm. that's what it's going to take. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, and that's the thing. And that's the point, guys, is, is so many leaders, they, they, they stand there on the top and so many individuals look upon them on the top of this summit. And you either have this opinion of like, well, well how'd you get there? Or you're lucky. Mm -hmm. how, how, many, how many successful business owners or successful individuals maybe hear all the time, oh, you're so lucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky. We did, you weren't with me when I was eating dirt for oh, 10 yeah. to 15, 20 years. Well, they don't ever see the backstory. They see what's right in front of them right now. You know, and, and most people don't ask the hard questions. They don't ask, you know, how to take, what sacrifices did you make? They don't go see the individual's family and understand the sacrifices the family made. Um, but I think that's why it's so important when we're talking about leadership. And, you know, we talk about hard questions like that. That's why great leaders... That's, that's why great leaders are built over time, yeah. okay? Endurance, because, you, you know, you may be born with some characteristics, but you have to understand a great leader, and we look at them from, you know, the one lens of just whatever business they're in or mm -hmm. um, it may just whatever arena, you know, even if it's a parent. That leadership, you have to understand that story, there's a story behind it that helped build that. Correct. And great leaders allow themselves to be formed by the entire story. So if you're, if you're a great leader now and you're a Fortune 500 company and you're the CEO, whatever you may be, I think a great backstory is to watch how did this guy balance, you know, his family life? How did he remain a good father and a good husband? Mm -hmm. You know, what were his priorities in those areas? How was he leading his life? Because those things as well contribute to his impact as a wonderful leader, even as an executive. Mm -hmm. And it's important to understand that that's all one big thing. It is. And, and it applies. It, it, Mark, it's not just business. I no, mean, no. The, the endurance of being an apparent, the endurance of being a leader on your team. I mean, I think of the, the idea of being patient within, let's just, for our high school listeners, for our athletes that like to listen to this show, guys, how many of you come into, let's just say the high school realm here, 
come into your freshman year, sophomore year, and you know you're a leader. You're confident that mm-hmm. you are going to maybe be the captain of this, let's just say, football team. Yeah. Okay? And I'll be honest with you. I, I knew, along with a lot of my other peers in, in our class, that I was confident that, hey, you're going to be a captain of this team. I was confident in my abilities that I could have been a captain of the team. And I was a captain of the team. But having that patience when you come into such scenario of knowing your place at the same time. Absolutely. And but knowing that, that is leading. Correct. And that's, a t- that's another yeah. style of leadership. Absolutely. And, and knowing this is it's not a race, it's a marathon. And saying, hey, although I think I have the tangibles to lead this company, to lead this team, to lead this family, whatever the scenario might be, knowing that my time will come, and right now I just got to scale the mountain. And sometimes leading has to understand that sometimes you lead from a supportive role. Right. And what you have to understand is, is if you jump the gun too early on that, what, what you risk is, is I'm okay, well, I know that I'm a good leader. I know that I can do this. If you jump the gun, then you create division, mm-hmm. okay? And then you create this drama that is unnecessary, where if you choose to lead in the supporting role, not only do you strengthen the people ahead of you, but you also set that great example for the Correct. people behind you. Great point, and when Mark. you think about that, that leadership role is way more important mm-hmm. than the guy in front. And, we, and that's it, Mark. We talk about longevity. Yeah. We talk about longevity of a successful home as your teenagers grow up, we, and it, and it and it applies to both parents being on the same page. Absolutely. The leadership yeah. from the parents are so important. And the longevity of the success, quote unquote, in your home is all trickled down to the parents being on the same page. We talk about a business. Mark just said it. You set a good example at an early stage by listening to the, the prior leadership. And you are following that example while the people that are, quote unquote, below you, you are setting that example. And, and we, there's, it's so common that people are asking themselves, how do I get to the five-year hump in my business, the, the business that I started? What do I need to do? What do I need to do to excel and survive this five-year hump? And I think the real question that we need to start asking ourselves is how do I get to the point of longevity? How do I get to the point where I last forever? Sustainability. And sustainability. Yeah. And through that is obviously patience over endurance. Agreed. Agreed. I, I think it's important and it's very relevant. I want people to understand leadership. The, you know, when we talk about leadership, we can talk about it in a business standpoint. We can talk about it in a personal standpoint. Yeah. It's really no different. You You're know? right. From a, from a business standpoint, we think of you need leadership because obviously we're, we're providing a consumer some, some form of a product, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be. But the truth is, as parents, leadership is identical because we're raising a product that is going to go (laughs) have a direct effect on consumers and people across the world. So it's so important that we really kind of, obviously, you're going to change some things about that, but you're trying to follow the same thing. You're trying to be patient. You want, I want to raise my children not to be great people now, but to be great people their entire lives, you know, and business execs have figured they know how important this is. I mean, last year alone in the United States, they spent over $160 billion on education and training for their employees. Wow. See, that's a good point. Because they understand that my business only gets better the better employees I have. For sure. So the better education they have, the better training they have, then what do you do? That breeds confidence, and confidence breeds leadership. And, and with all of that put together... They're like, this is how we're successful from top to bottom. Yeah. If they only thought that leadership ended, you know, in the suites up top, then they would spend that money on themselves. Mm-hmm. But they don't. 
they spend that money on those below them because they want leaders across their board. Yeah, Mark, and on that point, I think this is probably a topic for another show, and we'll probably do it one of these days, but the leadership through investment. And you're Absolutely. talking about yeah. you, you know, that direct correlation investing into your employees, and obviously you set it for the sense of whatever training method or series that they go to and whatever qualities that they bring back, they can apply it directly to your business. Well, at the same time, they're definitely going to recognize that investment. And oh, 100%. It's, and that's the point here is as, as leaders, it's important to once again, slow yourself, be patient because you do have a summit that you're trying to reach, but you know, you got to scale that mountain in order to scale that mountain. If you as a selfless individual want to truly be on the top of that summit, I'm telling you what, you're not going to get there alone. And through getting to that summit, it will take patience of investing into individuals. So you might say, hey, we have X dollars left over um, for, for the company to maybe invest into whatever. Instead of saying, hey, let's invest into this machine, this X, to be able to provide X more units, mm -hmm. let's say, hey, you know what? This year, let's invest this into our five employees, into our 20 employees, mm -hmm. to our 200 employees. Let's send them to the seminar because we're going to invest our time into them, and they're going to recognize that the knowledge that they gain are going to, is going to directly correlate you to, and it will expediate the process of maybe what that quote-unquote investment could have been for the business, saying let's, let, let's not buy that machine. Let's put it into, our, let's put it into the capital into our individuals mm -hmm. so they can bring it back to us. No, absolutely. And again, that's showing patience because, like I said, this is, this is not a race. This is a marathon. Well, and the, and the proof in doing that, and the proof in actually doing that is out there. There's statistical data that mm -hmm. shows companies that literally invest in the person have much higher rates and things. Like, for instance, um, they have 114% higher sales rates. You know wow. what I mean? They have 70% lower turnover. They have 71% higher customer satisfaction, wow. which is ginormous. Wow. But even better, they have a 90% lesser absentee issue with their employees. Do you know why? That's interesting. Because the employee will invest in those who invest in them. Uh, okay, I love it. We say that all so the time. So when they see that when, that, when that person now feels empowered, when that person now feels that you are emotionally mm -hmm. investing in them because you want them to be the best themselves... They are willing to sacrifice for you right. because they see it across the board. Yeah. And those, that statistical data, that's real mm -hmm. data. These are companies who have seen this, they understand this, and then you can say, well, they're only successful because they make millions of dollars. Well, they make millions of dollars because they implied this into yeah. their, their company concept. Yeah. That's why they do it. Everyone wants to talk about the importance of customer retention, which, oh, is, yeah. which is obviously extremely important, but I think... Obviously, there's a ton of companies that do a great job at this. My wife works for One Park National Bank. They they invest a lot of focus into their employees. Absolutely, and, and that is that is the realm that I'm talking about. Where Mark, you said it the the longevity is going to be times 10. Well, how many times do we say we like to work with companies that make us feel like we're at home, like we're family? Yeah. We say it all the time. Most of the companies I work with, I go in, you know them by the name, they right. know your name, and then you're comfortable and that's where you want to stay. Mm -hmm. It's the companies that you go in where you feel minimized that you don't want anything to do with. Because sure. you're like, I'm not important. Right. I'm and not a number. I'm yeah. a human being. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's how we make that judgment call. Yeah. Absolutely. And, I, and I, last point on this before we kind of, you know, segue into the show more. It's, it's, we're not talking about a lot of dollars here, guys. No, this, no. You know, we, sure, the quick and easy thing is to be like, yeah, let's ship our, our, our customer, or excuse me, our employees off to X seminar that's $100 per person. That's not what we're talking about, guys. Yeah. I, 
I do, okay, just personally, because I can speak from personally, and, and I don't say this to toot my own horn, but I'm just giving you an example. When, when I walk into the kitchen on a weekly basis, or if we roll out a new item on the menu where I'm like, hey, we've never worked, worked with X ingredient. Sure. What can I supply my team with to make their job easier? Okay, we, we, we brought in, the, we've talked about on the show, zucchini, yeah. the zoodles and stuff. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's no way to make zucchini noodles without a spiral. So that's a poor example. But that's, that's just what I'm talking about. If you are bringing whatever you want to the business, how can you make your, your team's life easier? Uh, our, 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 one of our chefs, his name is Matt, fantastic individual. He brought in a scale because he, he wants to use it for some of his pre-weighing of stuff. It's a scale that he went out and purchased. Yeah. I said, Matt, how much was that? Uh, I don't know, $25? Okay, great. Thank you. I'll put it on your next check. Yeah. yeah. That's just what you do. You invest in And then they people. appreciate that. But Correct. then more likely, he's more likely to invest again. Exactly. And I, I think this is truly relevant to our parents. They're like, oh, you're talking about a lot of business. No, but think about it. Think about it. When you are a parent and you are raising a child, and if you're a child listening to this, if you're a teenager who is listening to this, listen, you know, let the ears perk up right Please. now because we are we are so focused on now on physical traits. Yeah, yeah. You know, we as parents we get so invested in physical traits, and right. as as uh, young young men and women, we think oh, I just need to be bigger, faster, stronger. Correct. But you know, I always go back to Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods' dad knew how important it was for him to be mentally and emotionally at his best as well. Mm. So Tiger didn't just have a swing coach. Tiger also had a mental coach. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. So every time Tiger was out there, he was working with a mental coach because that, per, that, that his dad knew, his dad knew that I'm not creating just this physical dominant golfer. Mm. I need to create this person who can be mentally strong, have his emotions under control because a good leader is in control of his yeah. emotions. Yeah. A good leader knows how to be in a bad situation and remain positive. Yes. So as parents, you know, if you're investing so much into your child, whether it be sports or academia to where it's like, oh, we need X, Y, and Z. And you've got this whole thing out there. Make sure you're investing in your child as well, mentally and emotionally, because leaders need to be well-rounded. Mm -hmm. And as parents, the same goes for you. Make sure you're investing in yourself, not just in the gym or with good diet, but with good mental and emotional exercises right. as well. Right. And you guys are like, okay, well, is this show, what is the show about? Investment? Is it about adversity? It all intertwines together, guys, because the, the investments, like we've just said, the investments that are made into whoever, whatever, those will, again, apply right directly back to your business. And those will help you maybe to avoid adversities. Those will help you with difficulties that you plan to face. And again, once again, those investments that are made are the patience that you are showing or that you need to show in order to win. And this, this stat just blew me away, and it's so interesting. It says 99% of the market is short-term. Yeah. 99% oh yeah. yeah. of the market is yeah. short-term. The 1% that isn't has the talent and wins every time. Yeah. And that talent is built over endurance. That talent is built over investing, like Tiger, his dad, right? You said it was yeah. his dad, invested into Tiger to have the talent, per se, physically and mentally, because mm -hmm. they both go hand in hand, to win. Because he knows, hey, you might have the talent, but if we aren't patient and grow these other areas maybe that you fall short in absolutely you won't have the endurance to what, win what what happens is is if you don't support well and I, I guess where people could listen to this and they hear a lot of skills and they hear all these things that we're talking about you know the investments but you have to understand that without these things it's going to be very difficult for you to have good patience it's going to be very difficult for you to be built 
for the long run right. without these things. These are characteristics of endurance and patience. These are things that you need to develop, and this is how you do it. Because if you don't develop a well-roundedness, you may have strengths, and then you're going to have the weaknesses, and eventually the weaknesses are going to deteriorate mm -hmm. your strengths. Yes. I mean, that's what happens. That's so true. That's you know, a good and point, Mark. Unfortunately, it may be in a dire situation where there's no now going back from. You know what I mean? And that's what we're trying to help people understand, that this leadership as a whole, the leadership um, that real leaders, real, real leaders. I mean, if, if you look at some of your, your heroes who are leaders, they were all extremely patient. They were all mm -hmm. people that were built for the long-term plan, not mm -hmm. the short-term plan. Yeah. Um, they were always thinking above and beyond themselves. Okay. Those are also the same people that you would find that are doing the little things. Correct. You know what I mean? Taking shortcuts. Absolutely. You know, they're, they're doing all the things that they must do because they know if I take care of this now, it's going to pay dividends here. Uh -huh. You know, and I think uh, from a millennial generation, we talk about them all the time. They're really suffering from this. And, I, you know, I just was reading an article the other day. It said that 71% of millennials said that they plan on leaving their job in two years because of a lack of leadership in their job. Wow. Interesting. They feel like there's, it's going nowhere. They can't see a vision. So then, therefore, they can't find their own purpose within mm -hmm. that. So you may be working the job that, let's say, you studied in college for. But if you're working for a corporation mm -hmm. who's not being led well, mm -hmm. it's hard to lead your own purpose in life Correct. when you're trying to work for somebody else and you have no idea what their yeah. purpose is. Yeah. No, and I think that's, that's interesting, Mark. And I'm actually going to play devil's advocate on that and kind of do – the reverse role, as in I also have seen a lot of, we'll say, millennials staying at a job for six months. And they're like, yeah, uh, so, kid, uh, how is your, how's everything going for you? Eh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go find something else. I, mm -hmm. I'm not fulfilling my purpose. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you're not fulfilling your purpose. How long have you been here? Six months. Six months. Okay, well, you know how long it, a psychology study was done ago, a, long, a while ago, and it said, how long do you have to work at something before you get good at it? And the study found 10 years. Yeah. Guys. Proficient. Pro yeah. Exactly. Proficient. 10 years. Yeah. And these kids are talking about, well, I, I, I don't feel like I have a purpose or I'm not passionate about it because maybe and hand in hand, I suppose you're not good at it. And, I, and I, I'll call my wife out on this because I, I told her I was going to and kind of asked for her permission and she's kind of guilty of this as well. And she's, she agreed with me. Yeah. She's, she's in a position where she, she works very hard and does very well at, but mm -hmm. uh, she doesn't feel like her purpose is being fulfilled and she hasn't been with the company more than three years. Yeah. It takes time guys. It takes, it takes patience. Well, Even all things Mozart, have to develop. It does. Yeah. It, it, and, and stuff is developed over time. And I think that's partially why, and I think this is this is uh, just a little blessing, and I'll just I'll put it on air for you guys. I, it, it's a blessing that I have noticed. I haven't even talked to her about this yet, but you know, not long ago, and I think I brought this up on the show. She was very proactively looking for another job. Oh yeah. And I think about all the jobs that she was looking for that aren't in business right now because of the COVID nineteen. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And she is an essential business, and yeah. she's getting paid. Yeah. We are very fortunate because of that. Yeah. Guys, even Mozart. Even Mozart proved this. He, 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 I think it was, um, uh, what was this? Uh, what did they call it? I forget. Excuse me for not knowing music terms, but it's something, something uh, writing 79 of one of his uh, pieces that finally hit Oh, there. yeah, and, yeah. And that's the, that's the over 10 years. And like, oh, when he composed it? 
It took yeah. over 10 years? Yeah, over 10 years. Mozart, guys. Everyone knows Mozart. And even I think of another company that we all know, Apple. All right, Apple built the iPhone. Oh, yeah. And one of their, their now they're probably their largest market is, is China. And it took six years for Apple to build a relationship for China before, because I think they, they produce a lot of the products, obviously, out mm-hmm. of there. Yeah. Six years, guys. It takes yeah. time. Well, it takes I mean, time. I, Patience. You know, I, honestly, I think, I, I, I do believe that we have a, a generation um, that has always uh, found themselves as followers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's unfortunate. I mean, you even think about social media. What's it called? I'm following somebody. <laughs> you know, it's, it's honestly, it's really unfortunate. Funny, so yeah. I think they get into positions where if, if they don't like the direction they're being led in, right. um, then, yeah, that's just what they do. I'll go find someone who's going to lead me in the direction I want to go instead of thinking, how can I be a leader? Correct. You know what I mean? How, how can I make the most of this? But, I mean, it's true. Uh, when they pulled uh, a bunch of Fortune 500 companies, 77% of these CEOs said, that uh, most organizations, 77% said, have leadership gaps. Um, and that's why it's so important they got to reinvest into that because they know that they have a generation who needs it. Right. Um, and without leadership, it just falls apart. Duh. You know what I mean? And it's no different than in your home. I mean, if, if you as a parent are a poor leader in your home, uh, eventually then you're going to see that result in poor products in your children. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's obvious. Yeah. Um, and there's tons of statistical data on that one. Um, we, we, we could go all day long talking about single mother homes, single father homes, yeah. divorced parent homes, um, you know, both parent working homes where kids come home and no parents no there. There's all kinds of data on that. That's why it's so important that when you are with your children, you're investing in them. You know, you have to think of your children as investments. Uh, I, I tell my kids, my kids know this. Not only was I a coach for a long time, but I tell them parenting is coaching because I'm trying to help them be the best product. Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, w- I don't want you just to be wonderful children to me and your mother and good brothers and sisters to your siblings. I want you to leave this home and be fin- fantastic people mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. So it is. You're constantly coaching. And it takes time. It takes it a ton does. of time. It does. <laughs> I mean, years. And like, it's just it's not done overnight, guys. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Like we said, nothing good, you know, comes fast necessarily. No. And, and, it, and that's where, you know, Josh has been hitting it hard this whole time. That's why patience is so, so necessary because if, if you really are an impatient person, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, I'm just a very, very impatient person, well, I'm going to tell you, look around at your relationships and look around at whatever you do for work, whether it's you run your own business or whether you go work for somebody. I'm promising you, if you take a real good look at that, you will say that my inability to be patient is harmful to me every single day. Mm. Whether it's um, your commute to work, whether it's you're dealing with coworkers, whether it's you're dealing with your boss, or whether it's dealing with your customers or even your employees, I promise you, if you take a good look at that, you'll say, yeah, some of this is just because I'm a very impatient individual. And that's a negative impact. Okay, so what that does is instantly your long-term sustainability is now harder. Correct. Because you're not building good relationships. It'll so come if, back to bite you in the absolutely. butt. Absolutely. <laughs> so if you if you can take in these little times to say, okay, I need to be more patient. Here's some exercises I can do. Here's ways I can invest in myself to be more patient. You're going to build more quality mm-hmm. relationships. You're going to make these better investments. Right. Okay. And then you're going to reap the rewards of those. Yeah. And it's and guys, it's hard. I mean, we live in an instant gratification society. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. Um, and I, I kind of laugh about it. It's funny. Mark tells me all the time that. And he's like, man, you just remind me so much of myself when I was younger. Me, yeah, and yeah, and it's and it's true. I I I am in the situation right now in my life where I constantly have to remind myself 
slow down. Be patient mm-hmm. because uh, I have goals. I have plans. I, I, I'm pursuing different areas, different things in my life. And you, you, you create these goals. And through that, you see the end goal. You see the summit. And oh, it's yeah. so easy just to be like, forget all the importance of that 10-day, 10-year, 20-year hike up that mountain because you see the end product and you're like, let's go get it now. And guys, if, if, if you can just appreciate the, the, the endurance and the patience that, it, that you have to have as, as leaders and like we said in businesses, own, like whatever it is, your, your time will be so much more enjoyable. And as I say this right now, guys, I struggle with this. I, I, I fail at it on a daily basis, but I constantly remind myself, I'm 25 years old. Yeah. I mean, I'm 25 years old. I'm going to take care of my body. God forbid nothing, you know, health internally or anything, you know, accidents happen. Like, I got a long life to live. If, oh, yeah. If, it, if, if I'm 40 when things finally hit, then let's go, baby. Yeah. Let's freaking go. Too many people want this now. Too many people sign up for something and they're like, give me 10 years. Guys, this isn't a 10-year trip. This is a lifetime. Well, and it's why it's so important that you surround yourself with other leaders. Exactly. Um, you know, and you surround yourself with these other people who understand what the process is and what you're trying to do, uh, and, and they support that. Yeah. And when you have that support, it makes it easy to be patient. It makes it easy to, um, you know, be able to go through the grind, per se, and, and realize that this is just a point in time. It will right. pass, but it's necessary. Yeah. It's necessary. You know, I talked to uh, my niece right now who's in the middle of the grind. She's 19 years old. She works full time. She goes to college full time. And she's like, this sucks, Uncle Mark. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, babe, I know. But guess what? This is just a short-term thing. I mean, there is a light at the end of the tunnel already, you know, because eventually you're going to graduate college. And then you're going to be in this beautiful position and have this great career. But that's still only one stage of the long-term journey. Right, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, so, honey, it's just a stage. I was like, because after this one, there's going to be another thing. There's always something. You know what I mean? So you might as well learn how to just, uh, you know, uh, grab onto it, enjoy it, mm-hmm. embrace it, and realize that by complaining, by not doing the little things, by not investing in myself, by not, it makes it worse. Yeah. Where it's just better to do it the right way. Yeah, no, and Mark, it's so it's so true. And you kind of tie in the part of, you know, embracing it. So the adversity that you mm-hmm. face when you, go, when you go through different areas in your life. And adversity and patience also tie in so beautifully because the adversity that you are facing right now in your life or the adversity that you have faced or the adversity that you plan to face or you maybe don't plan but will face, if, if, you, are, if you have the attitude of like, oh, let's just get through it. Oh, yeah. That, that lack of patience, you won't grow from the trial and error that you were going through right that time. But if you look at that adversity and say, let's just embrace it. I love yeah. the word that Mark used. Let's embrace it. We say it all the time. Embrace the suck. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, embrace yeah. Embrace the suck. So embrace that adversity. Be patient during that time. Get out of it. Come on. Let's, let's move. We've got things to do. But, but don't just try to skip it. Don't try to hide from it. Yeah. Well, I think it's funny because, you know, right now, obviously, there's a lot of people with a lot of time on their hands. Um, that they don't normally have. And my first question is, how are you utilizing that? You know, are you yeah. investing in yourself? And there's this running joke going out there like right now, don't, don't catch the COVID-19 pounds, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, people are at home just eating themselves out of, uh, right, right, out of right. house and home. And I'm like, 
okay, well, you're having a negative investment in yourself. Yeah, for sure. Where the other flip side of that is, like, my wife and I were like, okay, well, we're stuck at home. We're in control of everything, Mm -hmm. control of every meal that we eat completely because we're stuck at home. And it's like, why don't we use this time since we have the time? Mm-hmm. We're like, we're just going to do like super clean for like the next 30 days. Heck yeah, you know not? what I mean? And it's why like, because you're in complete control. It's not like you don't have time to cook. It's not like you don't have the ability to go. Yeah. You can still go out and buy your groceries, which most people are eating most of their yeah, meals at home. For sure. And I'm like, yeah, let's just do it. I'm Dude. like, so we're like, we just went out there and we're like, okay, this is how it's going to be. And we created this super clean diet. And we're like, hey, we're just going to do it for the next 30 days. And it's like, that's a way of investing in yourself. We're going to use this time wisely. Dude, that's a great challenge because so many people right now are, are doing, doing the opposite. opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, I'm like, they're snacking right now. And I told her too, I'm like this entire time. And Josh knows this about me. There, there are dead moments of boredom. And so I'm like, man, I should just bake something. Right. But I'm just like, I'm not doing Don't it. Do it. I'm like, I'm not doing it. So I'm like, I'm really focused on my water intake. I'm focused on my simple workouts at home. And I'm really focused on like, okay, I'm just going to do this 30 day cleanse. It's like, <laughs> Love it. I'm like, literally my government's telling me, Governor DeWine saying I have to stay home so I can cleanse. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. See, that's a beautiful mindset. Yeah, bro. It's, but it's like, you have to go in with that, that mindset of, okay, is this, is this a punishment, a negative thing? Or how can I turn this into a positive opportunity? Yeah. Yeah, I saw something a, w- a little while ago, and, and it said, um, eventually we're all going to get through this COVID-19 Sure. Stuff. Um, and there's going to be some some of us that, and and it was talking about kids, and it was talking about like a, a six, eight-year-old or so, and they're they're going through this right now. Yeah. And in high school, maybe college, whenever, they're going to learn about the COVID-19. And at that point in time, they're all going to have memories of the COVID-19. Some good and some bad. Exactly. And yep. that is why the leadership in the homes at this time is so, so important because you are in complete control of what your household is doing at this time. Uh, oh, yeah. And yeah. you have the opportunity for when your boy or girl looks back 10 years from now, they're going to look back at it and it's like, man, that coronavirus stuff was great. I played board games. I was with my mommy and daddy a ton. Oh, yeah. Think of the impact you could have. Exactly. You know, if I, I'm telling you, if you're one of those parents who's finding yourself that your kid's at home all day and you're still not seeing them, you really need to uh, take a good look at yourself and ask yourself yeah. what the heck's wrong with you. Right. Because they should not be stuck in their rooms on their phones, iPads, computers, whatever. Yeah. This is a great time to connect. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This is a great time for you to ask yourself, okay, I may not be that great of a leader. I may not be a leader in my business. I may not be a leader at my workplace. I may not be a leader in my community. That's fine. But if you have children, you darn well better be a leader in your home. Because mm-hmm. at that point in time, I'm saying forget you and I'm mm-hmm. thinking about your children. Yeah. And, you know, it's crazy. You said, you know, stop being on your phones. I've, I was seeing and reading some things that, and I've been seeing it on social media, even people purchasing. There has been an influx and purchases of like bicycles and stuff. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. so many families are Which like, is good. we need to go out and yeah. get out. And I'm like, this has been the best thing for society in some degrees. No, I because think it's forcing people. I think to in lots of ways, out. this has been a great opportunity. It, it, it is across the board. It's a great opportunity. Now, now let me say this. I feel horrible for the people who are struggling and cannot work right now. I do. I absolutely feel horrible for you. I feel horrible for all of our gig uh, employees and, mm-hmm. you know, bartenders and waitresses and, and line cooks. I mean, yeah. I feel, I just feel awful. And that is one reason why my wife and I have made a rule that, you know, two to three days a week, we try to support a local restaurant. Um, and that's, that's why we do it because we do our hearts break for you. But with that being said, guys, in the worst of the worst, there is still positive opportunities. And I always think of Paul, and I know I bring Paul up all the time. Love I it. know I do. But in the worst, the worst, this man is being beaten. He's been imprisoned. 
He's, you know, sitting in a, a damp cell with no food, being malnutritioned, you know, amongst filth and dirt. And yet this man still finds a way to have a positive impact. Right. We can still do that. And if your positive impact, if, if all that positive impact is, is that you find um, these wonderful people who are offering you resources and a helping hand and you're in you're new to some of these new organizations that want to help give you meals or, you know, help help take care of your electric bill this month or whatever. That's a positive impact mm -hmm. because these are areas in your life you never would have came into contact with before. Yeah. And what you do is you need to take that time. You need to be a leader with that yeah. and say, okay, how can I take this? And then not only am I going to use it, but how can I use this to help someone else? And that's I, what a leader does. I love that. And I think this time is teaching a lot of people patience. Oh yeah. Because you can't, yeah. you can't, you can only do well, so I'll, much. I'll tell you where it's teaching me right now. Cause I knew I didn't want to be a school teacher and now I'm at home <laughs> with an eight year old girl and Heather and I are taking shifts oh my because our patients can only take so much. <laughs> See communication, man. It's everything. Yeah. It's literally like, it's like old WWF, man. We're tagging in and out. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, good Lord. I love it. Although yesterday it was so funny. You'll like this. So we're at the table and she had to do, her mom told her she had to do a page and a half of these multiple or these mathematical problems. Yeah. So I'm like, page and a half. I'm like, why not just finish the second page? And I'm sitting there with Hallie <laughs> right. and she's like, no, dad, mom only said I got to go. To, I can stop yeah, here. Of course. I said, but babe, I said, think about it. I said, why not put off? Or I said, why put off for tomorrow, which you can get done today? I said, then you got to do it tomorrow. Hey. I'm giving her this huge pep talk. And then in my head, I just triggered off. And I was like, hey, okay, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to make it fun. I'm going to start my stopwatch to see how fast you can do all it. 20 of yes, these problems. That works every Dude, time. Dude, she was in. <laughs> she was in. And when we were done, she's like, how fast? I go, you average 28 seconds a problem. <laughs> but guess what? It, the whole page is done. And right. it took very little parenting. Dude, that's perfect. <laughs> Parents take notes. <laughs> that was, was good. I was like, I got to figure out a way to make this more fun. Oh, man, that's fantastic. It's a crazy time, bro. It's a crazy time. I, I feel bad for the people that are doomsdaying it. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's not leadership or all the people out there inciting panic and hysteria. Mm -hmm. yep. That is not leadership. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that is, that is mental warfare from very weak minded individuals. So I would tell you right now, surround yourself, surround your eyes and surround your ears mm -hmm. with positivity. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because yes, this is going to run its course. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are people that pass away, but many, many will live. And I think for those of us who live, it is our opportunity to be great leaders, okay, to continue on with traditions and memories of those who we may have lost in this time yeah. and to try to reassure this never happens again. Yeah. That's what leaders do. That is. That is. And, the, and Mark <clears throat> talks about, guys, the trials that us as a country are facing right now, us as a world are facing right now. And we just talked about as a leader, we face adversity, we face trials and through that it takes endurance and patience to in order to achieve what you hope and plan to achieve one day and as we close this segment I'll, i kind of want to read you a bible verse and this is james 1 uh -huh. okay james 1 2 through 4 consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance that's right let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything Trials are a time to grow, guys, and view all of this time as an opportunity to grow there. And do yeah. not skip that mountain, baby. Take yeah. that mountain heads on. No, and I, I'm just, I, I tell people, stop waiting for people to invest in you and invest in yourself. And the more you invest in yourself, the more people will want to invest in you. Okay? And that's why I don't think leadership is a broadband, is not just about CEOs, executives, company presidents. No. Uh, no, leadership is human beings. And that's what I'm saying in the beginning. We all have it in us. It will always look different. 
Um, some of us will use different platforms. Some of us use different styles. But what it comes down to is leadership by example. Right. Okay. And it's that example that speaks far more volumes than any tweet, post, uh, anything else you could do. It's that example that matters because it ultimately it's our example that is the longevity. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's, it's not fake. It's who we are. Correct. And that's where you'll really see leadership. And I think if we just all invest in ourselves, um, we'll gain more positivity out of this than negativity. Yeah. Awesome. I love it, guys. Well, Visionary Meals, guys, off, obviously brings you guys this segment. And we're yeah. so fortunate to, again, be supported <clears throat> by Visionary Meals, a company that truly is facing some adversity in this time right now and learning and having to have the patience as we all go through this time together. VisionaryMeals.com, guys, offering you guys healthy, delicious, macro-friendly meals, okay? Doing home delivery, guys, understanding the time that we are living in, the time where people need that extra support. Visionary Meals is here to offer it, guys. If you are one that gets sick easy and don't want to go to the grocery store or you're one that just, you know, maybe doesn't have the skill set to cook, Visionary Meals has that taken care of for you guys, and we're going to deliver you healthy, nutritious meals. Yeah, and if you find yourself, uh, you know, just eating really, really bad you know, it's one of those things that, that guys, eventually we're going to get to go back outside and we're going to leave this COVID-19 into bathing suit <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. season. Good point. So I would strongly suggest that you don't do that uh, because then you know what you're going to do? You're going to be really upset with yourself. Yeah. So Visionary Meals, they'll, they'll take care of the hard part for you. Yeah, we will. Um, I love it. But yeah, it's Good fantastic. Stuff. They're a great partner. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you, Visionary Meals. Guys, thank you, listeners. We, again, always appreciate you guys. Make sure you subscribe. Hit us a rating. Throw us a five-star review positive feedback, whatever you guys want to say, guys. Hit us up in our DMs on social media. We'd love to hear from you guys. And once again, we appreciate the best viewers and listeners in the nation. Deliberately Linked, signing out.